Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. Hey, y'all, and welcome back for more Gen Juice. Thanks so much for being here with me and inviting me into your life and into your journey. It is an honor to help you to share ideas and inspiration with you each week on the podcast. So this week, I'm talking about dating after divorce. And this is the first episode in a two-part series on this topic. It comes up a lot when I'm working with my clients after divorce. It's really a big deal to get back out there in the dating scene. And it may have been a long time since you've dated if you were married for quite a while. You are a different person now than you were the last time you were dating, right? You've been married. You've shared a portion of your life, maybe even become a parent, maybe raised your children with another person. And now you're getting back out there to potentially start over and to meet a new companion. So it's important that you have a good mindset before you begin dating after divorce. There is no reason to argue with the present or wish it was different than it is. That is just a waste of time and emotional energy. So make peace with your present. Accept it wherever you are right now. All of the experiences that you have had up to this point have been crucial elements for your education. Focus your mind and your attention on all that you can learn from your experiences in your life. Use this knowledge to help you see your growth from your trials and then release those things that are holding you back. Nothing happens by accident, friends. The situation that you're in right now is exactly the situation that you are supposed to be in. Nothing has gone wrong. So let go of any story that you are telling yourself that your life is messed up, that you shouldn't be here, that you should have never married that person, that you shouldn't be divorced, that your life should be different than it is, okay? That thought is limiting you. I want to offer you a new one, and this is the mindset you need before you even think about dating after divorce. I want to offer you that your present place where you are right now is perfect, that everything that has happened and is happening in your life is exactly the way it's supposed to happen, that there were no mistakes, that everything happens for a reason, and you are right on time. You are exactly where you are supposed to be right now. It is so empowering. When you can think of the past as if everything has happened just the way it was supposed to, and that there were no mistakes, and that everything that has happened in your life has been a preparation for right now, and all of the experiences you've had were the perfect lessons that you needed to learn from. 
So if all of our experiences are for us, for our learning and growth, it is vitally important that we learn from our experiences. I know for me, going through a crisis like divorce has taught me so many things. One of the most valuable lessons that I've learned through my experience is that it is empowering to take responsibility for my own choices as much as possible, okay? So I want to challenge you to spend some time thinking, praying, journaling about your first marriage before you get back out there dating. Evaluate your relationship. Evaluate where things went wrong in your previous marriage and learn from it. Learn all that you can. Take ownership for your part in the relationship and learn everything that you can. My challenge for you is to keep the good things that you learned. Keep those skills and talents and experiences that have blessed you and helped your relationship and leave the bad. Don't bring those mistakes with you into your next relationship, okay? Leave them behind. And this is going to take some time. This is going to take thought and effort, but it is so valuable if you will do it. Once you've done that and you're considering dating again, how do you know when you're really ready to date? I have some tips for you to help you figure out when you're ready, maybe to recognize some emotional markers, some signs that you're really ready. The first one I would share is that time has passed. Now, there isn't one prescriptive amount that's just perfect for everyone, but you need time to heal, to overcome wounds and trauma from your first marriage, and to do this evaluation that I'm talking about. Don't be in a hurry, all right? Don't rush it. Time needs to pass before you jump back into the dating scene. The second tip is if you have taken ownership for everything you can in your previous relationship, you are no longer blaming anyone, especially your ex, for anything. So that is a healthy sign that you're ready to start dating again. If you are not blaming anyone for anything in your life, that is a good sign. You're ready to date. Another sign is that you are able to find gratitude every day in your life. You recognize good things in your life, even your divorce, even your divorce journey. You recognize and appreciate things about that journey. You recognize the value and the, the lessons you've learned, and you experience gratitude daily. That is a sign you're ready to date. Another sign is that you're not afraid of the future. You're not afraid of what is ahead of you. Another sign that you can be looking for is that you are in a healthy place handling whatever divorce drama you're dealing with. We all know there's drama in divorce and dealing with exes and custody and all the things. If you are in a healthy place dealing with that drama, then that's a good sign. You're ready to start dating. Another marker you could look for is that you look for and find joy every day in your life. When you're feeling that joy all on your own, without other people involved, without dating, that's a good indication that you're ready. 
when you think about your past memories with your ex, when you think about your previous marriage, you can remember those things without aching pain. They don't haunt you. You're not haunted by those memories. That is a good sign. When you feel peace right where you are right now, that is a good indication that you're ready to start dating. Something that I do with my clients is work to a place where you have godly confidence in yourself. You you have deepened your relationship with God. You have a deep love for yourself. You've taken inventory to learn the lessons, learn from your past mistakes, learn the lessons that are offered there, but you also are not overly people-pleasing or seeking validation outside yourself. It's a place that I like to call godly confidence, and that is a very good place to be. The last healthy marker that I have for you is that you know how to meet your own needs. So important. You can't be walking around looking for someone to complete you or to make you feel better about yourself and your life because no one can do that for you. That's your responsibility. Being aware of your own needs and knowing how to meet them is so important. Okay, you may want to date and you may feel like you're ready to date, but you may be afraid. You might have a lot of fear of getting hurt again, or you may have a lack of trust, or you may have a fear of making a a mistake, choosing the wrong person, or you may have a fear of being rejected. How do you work through these fears? Well. This is actually what I do most with my clients. This is the work, friends. If you've gone through divorce, this is the work of healing from those wounds, including working through traumas and betrayal trauma, infidelity, all the things that have caused you harm in your previous marriage. You can't just move on and forget those things or they will haunt you in your future relationships. This is the work that I do with my clients and that we do in coaching. This is where having a divorce coach makes all the difference. I help my clients heal from divorce trauma, find hope for the future, and joy along the way. And part of that comes from accepting all that has happened and accepting where you are right now and gaining that learning and growth in your experiences. I can help you learn to take action out of faith, not fear. That's never a good place. So if you're having a lot of fears, that is a good sign. You need a coach. I would love to help you. This is what I do with my clients. It's important that you not jump into another relationship when you haven't done the work to work out these fears and overcome the trauma, and the emotions that go along with divorce. There's a lot of heavy emotions involved, and it really takes time and effort, and many people need help working through these things. I know how helpful it's been in my life, and I love helping my clients work through this process. Another thing that is so helpful in moving forward after divorce is having a hope for a better future. It can be really hard to have that hope and confidence that you will have a successful marriage in the future if that's what you want after you've been devastated by divorce. It's so important that you have that certainty in your future because 
you have to believe it's possible to create it. You're not going to put forth the effort in making it happen if you don't believe that it's possible. So if you need help believing in your future, I would love to help you do that. It is necessary for you to build the future that you want, that you believe that it's possible. So you have to have certainty to make it happen, to put in the effort. You absolutely have to be certain that what you want in your future is going to happen because that certainty is going to drive how much action you take. And that action is going to give you the results that you want. If you only have hope, then you're not going to take the actions necessary to get the outcome that you want. Hope is important, but you have to have that certainty to go along with the hope. And that's why I'm so excited about sharing this message with you and helping others have this confidence and faith and hope in the future. I really want everyone to get to experience the fulfillment and the joy and the happiness in their lives. Even if you've been through a divorce, even if your marriage is falling apart, even if you come from a broken home, or you've been through drug abuse or addiction or trauma or whatever it is, whatever you have been through, you can overcome it. And you have to have that hope first, but then a rock solid belief, a certainty that your life can change and that it can be different, that it can be as rich and purpose-driven and fulfilling as you want it to be, that you literally can create the life of your dreams. And if you don't know that for yourself, you can borrow my certainty because I know that it's true. And I am certain that everyone can have the life that they dream of. It is possible. And I can help you do that. People say that the reason they're not successful in their lives or in their marriage or in their relationships is because they don't have the resources. They come from a broken home or they were never taught how to have a healthy relationship or to communicate appropriately or whatever it is. People make excuses, right? You may have heard me say this before, but Elder Bednar came to visit our stake and he had sort of a question answer fireside with a lot of youth and parents. And someone asked this question, what do I do if my family is a mess and I have a broken home and, you know, my parents are dysfunctional and they're getting a divorce and my family's falling apart. How can I have the family that I want? And Elder Bednar said, you be the link from past generations to your future children and their children. You be that strong link to make a strong family for yourself. That is how you create the life that you want. You make it happen. You don't expect your parents or your children or anyone else in your life to make it happen for you. There are so many stories out there, even my own story, about how to be successful without resources. You can create the life that you want no matter what situation you came from without resources. You are your biggest resource. You are the reason you can be successful. Actually, some of the most successful people in the world are successful because they didn't have resources. They created it within themselves. You are your number one resource. Being resourceful, resilient, persistent. You don't need excuses. There are no excuses. 
If people in your life have let you down, if you've let yourself down, you can change the course of your life. The biggest resources in the world are passion, enthusiasm, focus, grit, perseverance, resilience. We can all have those things. No one owns those. No one else can give it to you. They can't. But if you have those things, you can find the resources you need. You can learn the skills that you need to change your life for the better, to change your relationships, to change your family. You can find the help that you need. It is out there. And you just keep trying different things until it works. That's how you create the life that you want. I am thrilled that you're here with me on this journey, that you're allowing me to share some inspiration and wisdom with you about how to survive and thrive through your divorce journey. It is my goal, my mission, and my ministry to help people find hope, healing, and happiness in their divorce journey, to just help put a little bit more hope and inspiration in people's lives, to, to give a little bit more optimism and excitement for what really is possible in life. I hope that you're catching on to that, that you're feeling a little bit of excitement about the possibilities in your life, because I know anything is possible. Anything you want for your life is possible. If you can think of it and believe in it and be certain that you can accomplish it, you really can make it happen. And I know if you partner that certainty with your faith in God and you trust him and his plans for your life and believe with all of your heart that God has better plans for you and your life than anything you can imagine, you will see miracles. And I have seen that in my life. I know you will see that, see that in your life if you trust God. So thanks for listening today, guys. Tune in next week for part two of dating after divorce because we're going to keep talking. There's so much more for you to learn, but it's really important that you catch this glimpse and this excitement for building your future life. I really want you to feel the excitement to create the life that you dream of. And if you like what you've heard, if you like this show and you're getting something out of it, then please tell your friends about it and share it. I want everyone to feel the excitement and the joy that comes from creating the life that you want to have. Everyone should have this information and these tools in their life. And if you've learned something on the podcast with me, if it's helped you, then please leave me a review and a rating. Hop on iTunes or Spotify and share what's helped you, what you've learned. And if you have a specific problem, let me know what it is, and I will address it right here on the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, y'all. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.